Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Full Dive Gaming Podcast, bringing a weekly dive of all the news, discussion, and condensed nerd talk you need for virtual reality gaming every Friday. This podcast is brought to you by Styrian Products, designers of some of the top-selling Amazon VR and AR accessories like the Styrian Aura VR headstand. I'm Rick McAfee, producer and editor of this podcast. I'm Jay Bratt, a VR YouTuber and streamer. I'm Destiny Wheeler, entrepreneur and VR enthusiast. And uh, Adam is yet again not here tonight, so instead we have a special returning guest. You've seen him before. This is John or Abshire. Is your, is your name John Abshire, or is that yes. just your? Okay, I see. I usually go by my last name because everybody knows a John. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I see. All right, Abshire. I'll stick to that then. Um, <laughs> so, Abshire, uh, remind our listeners who are you? I'm Abshire. And uh, <laughs> boom, done. Nailed it. I think I did that last time. No, uh, I'm and I'm a writer for uh, VR Fitness Insider, and I play a lot of VR games that are involve fitness, but also dabble with shooters and flight sims. Mm-hmm. Dabble? You play DCS, man. That's like <laughs> there's no dabbling about it. I never it. said I was good at it. <laughs> uh, great. Um, <laughs> great to have you again, Abshar. Um, for those of you that have not picked up on it already, we are actually in VR right now, appropriate for a VR podcast. So we're on YouTube, we're live streaming, there's a live chat going on, and you can see us and our lovely VR faces over on the Full Dive Gaming Podcast on YouTube. Come check it out, guys. Um, we will be the... Bleh, I was going so well. <laughs> we will be running into this podcast in four sections tonight. First, a Q&A section brought to you by our Patreon and Discord communities. Second, a VR gaming news section. Third, we have a games we've been playing section highlighting some of the newest VR releases or oldies or goodies or whatever we've been enjoying this week. And lastly, we have a discussion. That one changes week to week. And this week, we will be talking about using virtual reality as a means to exercise. What are the benefits? Is it real or is it just all hype? Last week, though, we covered what games are still missing in VR in 2021. Listen to last week's episode 35 to get all of that juicy information. And with that, we can hop into our Q&A because I've been just talking so much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is a little tricky. Destiny here has a question from K27, but I have to ask it because, well, it's a long story. Destiny, K27 (laughs) asks, what do you think it would take for VR to be implemented into education? Like VR as a classroom or VR in the classroom? What do you think? Okay, so honestly, my first thought when I hear that is money. I think they would have to either cut some type of incredible, like, bulk sell deal with, you know, one of the VR companies or mm-hmm. just be given a ton of money to be able to drop on a bunch of VR headsets. But I think that would definitely be, you know, one of the biggest factors. Well, you have a kid. How would you feel if they just ran a quick ad at the beginning of class in the VR headset to, to pay for the <laughs> VR headset? <laughs> Facebook would do that. Yeah. You'd be okay with that. Oh, dang. I did not, I did not expect that. Yeah, like, oh, they watch television. So it's not a class. <laughs> it's sponsored content. <laughs> That's so messed up. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Money, uh, I'd say motion sickness, obviously. The class stuff shouldn't be things that are going to cause it. But, I mean, if you're putting it on some kid that's never been in, there's always a chance even just a normal, like, sitting in a planetarium could mess them up. So, I mean, things like that, I think, probably have to be sorted before it's a mass right. tool. Uh, yeah. What do, you, what do you think over there, Abshire? Honestly, I think it would seriously just boil down to the cost. I mean, the initial investment that it's going to take to get all the software and set up and everything. But then again, you're always going to have those parents too. They're like, I don't want my, you know, he can read a book. You know, you don't need to have that thing. You know, people are right. not, you know, not everybody has, uh, has adapted to the t- technological changes of the future that we now live in. Mm-hmm. Truth. Yeah. And, and I mean, it took, like, how long did it take after laptops became common for, like, Chromebooks or whatever they use? Or, I like, it's it's still not even common for, like, just laptops or something like that to be commonplace in the classroom, right. let alone VR. We're a long ways away from that, guys. Like, yeah. VR is going to be mainstream before it's in classrooms on that level. It would almost be more useful, I think, if you had it, like, uh, a museum you know, could maybe invest that and then either come to the school, like, you know, especially mm-hmm. now with how everything's been going, you know, not everybody can yeah. go out and go do things, bring the virtual museum to you or something to that effect. Like, right. I, I feel like that you could use VR uh, for making history less boring to people. Oh right? yeah. And it would be great for that. But Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of implications just, I'm sure we can all think of off the top of my head, just that you can, you know, use VR to experience all sorts of knowledge in really cool and unique ways. So yeah, I, I mean, like it'll, it, it would have to be in very limited ways, whether it's like a company that like, you know, does these like presentations and the kids get to see the VR through that. Maybe they've got a dedicated VR classroom and then like the biology course rents it or like the, the sets an appointment for it at like Friday, right? Something like that. I don't know. But like common use, we've, it's, it's a long ways away. Yeah, the the only thing that would rush it, I think, is if somehow it ended up that kids could just never return to in-person learning. Like if something happened and it just didn't and we had to finally have the conversation like, okay, Zoom doesn't work for learning. How can we actually make this happen? That is like the only thing I could see rushing this, which I don't see that happening. But, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> just saw K's in the live stream or in the live chat we got k27 today's lesson is brought to you by asterion (laughs) he gets it he gets it (laughs) all right i'm gonna move us on um kosen sagara i hope i gave that justice on some level um asks us what if anything have you been most excited by from ces so far um and i gotta say it's probably just the new vr headsets <laughs> that's kind of it i wasn't like too crazy about much of the stuff there i don't follow it close enough i mean that panasonic is that the one we were talking about last week yeah uh, yeah that excites me just to see another big name stepping yeah. in finally yeah yeah i think that's about it uh destiny abshar did you guys look into what was announced at ces the hand thing what the hand trackers the 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 haptic feedback hands i was more impressed with the idea that it seems like a really cool idea till it goes haywire and breaks your freaking knuckles like it just crushes (laughs) your like i'm sure it doesn't have that kind of power but the idea that like being able to feel and manipulate things with your hands um, yeah that that interests me i don't think we're anywhere near where it's affordable yeah yeah absolutely 
Yeah, and I mean every every VR show every year has been like, here's our newest yeah. VR haptic glove <laughs> that no one will ever purchase. Um, so we're ways away. Um, okay. Uh, Jay, you got the next one. Yeah, Starsight asks, what's the most beautiful looking VR games? Um, Ooh. obviously Half Life Alex is going to be a big one because of the realism. Yeah, I'm going to throw Astrobot Rescue Mission in there though. Uh, mm. that game is so colorful and bright and like. It is just one of those games that like really takes you to another world and and just gives you some of the sweetest cherished memories. Where Half Life Alex is terrifying at times because it's so real and it's so gross. You feel like you should be able to smell the world. Astrobot's kind of <laughs> Astrobot's kind of the opposite of that. <laughs> yeah, the, the, I guess there is a difference between most immersive and generally like you know, this is specifically for for his question what is the most beautiful mm -hmm. so i guess we can kind of narrow it down to that which maybe excludes half five alex maybe not depending on depends on if you find a headcraft beautiful <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah what, what were you saying Abshar? i'll say this it's it's very subjective yeah. you know like i i think that like microsoft flight sim 2020 is probably by is just absolutely gorgeous in VR and for, but I'm comparing that to other flight sims that don't look as good. Right. Hmm. That is a good point. Destiny, what's the most beautiful VR game you've played? I think for me, the most aesthetically like using beautiful thing I've done in VR is God, you're, I'm going to butcher it, but what is the artist that has like the, elephant looking i don't know if they're really elephants but they have like the long <laughs> long legs like oh uh the paper one you know what i'm talking about <laughs> we've talked about it before um oh legends of legends of catalonia <laughs> no i think it's it's like the, the melted clocks and stuff <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> he just shakes his head <laughs> I know someone's gonna laugh, but I'm pretty sure it might be Dalai Lama. That sounds right. Well, anyway, so if that's right, it's whoever did the Melted Clocks. Look up YouTube VR. It's like a short three to five minute video, but it's like a 360, uh, like kind of like a walkthrough of their all their paintings, and it yeah. is insane. Like it's absolutely oh, beautiful. The is that is that Van Gogh? Is it Van Gogh? I can't remember. There but is, it's, a, there uh, is a Van Gogh, there is a Van Gogh right. experience, yeah. but I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm I was sure wondering that's if it, that's what she's talking about. No, it's something else. <laughs> I, I I know the artists that you're talking about now. <laughs> that, was, that was fantastic. <laughs> Salvador Dali, K27's got you. Boom. I, I, I think <laughs> we should talk about who the Dalai Lama is, but probably yeah, not on the podcast, Destiny. <laughs> the uh, Gung Gunga Alunga, like yeah. artist. If they had a baby, <laughs> <laughs> okay. so, so not the twelfth son of the Lama. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so, um, uh, Abshar, you said your answer was like flight sim games. Oh, I'm that saying, that, that was like an example. example. Is like, like okay, you yeah. Compare yeah. the two, one's, one's not, not as pretty. pretty as 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 honestly, that's a tough one. one. Uh, Kind of got, got, got me on the spot, spot here. No, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, why can't, can't I? I can't, I can't get. Uh, uh, no man's, no man's guy. guy. Oh, that's I, that, I, that's I, a good choice. I I, I absolutely, absolutely every time I play, I play that, that I'm like, oh, 
wow, this is better than drugs. Like you can <laughs> <laughs> it kind of depends if you land on the right planet, though. Because my yeah, first planet, true. my first planet was so pretty, and the second one was so desolate. I was like, oh, I'm so glad this wasn't my first planet because I might have given up on the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we've got some news regarding that game actually coming up. Yeah, um, looking forward to that. So, um, moving on to the next question, Conmar. Um, who like just entered the Discord and was like already on it with a question. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> he asks, uh, "VR." He was he's wondering um, VR and its application to elders and which games would best capture um, elder interests. The way he like uses the word elder makes me think he's like like talking about like elves or something. He's talking about <laughs> us, probably. <laughs> we are probably his elders. <laughs> who's shown who's shown vr to someone let's say what what's an elder what's retirement age let's say over the age of 55 actually, who's shown vr to someone over 55 yeah yeah i actually just uh, over thanksgiving holiday uh my uh father-in-law or future father-in-law who just retired from uh being a police officer uh we we had him try out vr for the very first time and of course naturally i did face your fears because uh Mm-hmm. The guy who can't get scared got scared, so that was. But that's not really a. Uh, I, I don't know if he meant like the question seems more like that would benefit them, you know, perhaps like if they're like something that they would want to play again, not something that would yeah, just scare yeah, yeah. the crap out of them. Yeah. Uh-huh. He enjoyed uh-huh. hot dogs, horseshoes, and hand grenades. Well, oh, ah, interesting. I could see that. I could. Well, see I mean, that. yeah, he likes to shoot and stuff like that. Yeah, so yeah, kind of you know works together. Um, right. I think another good one would be um, the vacation simulator and those kind of games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I was just about to say. I think I think I hold the record here for giving it to the oldest person. I've shown it to my grandmother, who is ninety four. Oh. Um, and she she's she's played a couple things now. Um, but she. It, I gotta say that the older the person gets, the less appealing it'll get, only because. VR takes like as simple as a lot of it is it definitely still requires some amount of cultural literacy regarding electronics in general um and man i like she could not figure out like google earth some like the only thing she could really like understand at her age i guess was uh, like some of the basic oculus quest games like uh, oculus first contact right where it's truly just grip and that's it. You don't have to worry about any of the other buttons. Um, and I imagine some people, based on how often they interact with tech, you know, for for those that are older, um, it's it's going to be hard. And for others, it's going to be easier. And as years go by, and more, you know, the the older generations are going to be more regularly attuned to tech and understanding what a lot of like menu options look like and what a lot of the symbols mean we'll, we'll begin to see them maybe have a bit more interest i showed it to my grandma who was also 94 but and really the, i think i think the application that's best and the way we did it is google earth but for my dad who's 60 he flew around looked at everything and then he'd find a spot and he'd show it to my grandma Who's yeah. just, just let her put oh, the headset yeah, yeah. on and look around. But she really enjoyed like the like invasion, like the little short movies where all you have to do is look around and sit and look around. Right. She loved that. But if my dad, he's technically in this same, if he's if it's over 55, it's it's elder range, then he he now plays Beat Saber regularly for exercise. Oh, nice. And 
we have him nice. and my mom and me and my brother and my wife have all hung out in rec room together and and played charades and stuff. So there's definitely quite a range of like what Elder counts as, but it, it he's never gamed and he's now doing all kinds of stuff on his quest. So there's, mm-hmm. there's yeah. She doesn't game, but we showed her um, the quest a while back. She immediately got one and she's into like the exercising and things you can do yep. for like a good workout. Yeah, traveling back to places they used to live or see again is a big one for people, especially if they haven't been there in like 30 years and they get to go look at it in Google Earth. That's that's huge. Mm -hmm. All right. um, Actually, I move us on. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Say your thing. It was actually he said Google Earth is unrelated to to the topic. (laughs) Okay, it's related to Google Earth, not the topic. (laughs) (laughs) I see. Well, Jay, you have the last question. Haxis says, is it annoying when you have to keep resetting your sensor tracking on the rift or something else? <laughs> How could it not be annoying? Any Anything that has any You mean issues, that's not your favorite thing? That's just my favorite thing to do. Is <laughs> it's quite pleasant, that. actually. Yeah. <laughs> any time. It's kind of like when you're live streaming and people in the stream keep telling you something's wrong with your mic. It's just like, <laughs> oh, how am I going to go figure this out? Like, it's just the worst. Yeah. No, thank you. I think probably the, uh, on a related note, the one of the big issues is when you're like transitioning between sitting and standing often, and like g- games that like don't really handle that too well. Or if you're like trying to share a game with someone else, and you're swapping back and forth, and then you have to reset the position every time. Mm-hmm. But like, there's 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 some headaches in VR when it comes to 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 positions and the getting out all the sensors working, and and then you got like issues with like onward or pavlov where like once you really need to like have really good sensor tracking some of the issues really come to like you really begin to see where like the seams are um in vr sensors so just the basic stuff like having to reset it (laughs) it would be nice if we never had to do that yes we're getting there (laughs) yeah I, i i think my uh, Rift S has become more reliable over the over the the time I've had it because when it fir- when I first got it it was like constant like every every time I put it on like please reset everything oh. <laughs> it was just <laughs> it was awful Ugh. all right um with that I'm gonna wrap up the Q and A and get into the news but first we shall tell you quite briefly about this week's news sponsor. Uh, this new this, bleh, this week's new sponsor is brought to you by Asterion. Asterion offers high quality universal VR headset stands with RGB lighting like this. I'm doing it in VR for those listening to the podcast. Oh, it's not working. That's that's great. Find, find Do you guys see it? Oh, there there see we go. It, I see it. The power <laughs> buttons further forward and then the color buttons near the back. Just like this. <laughs> it's super cool actually. Um so for those that are listening, uh it's it's like a it's a very minimalist, sleek acrylic panel um, that holds your VR headset, any VR headset. It's universal, and this thing's awesome. We all own a bunch of them. Um, we like the, not just the ones that were like given to us like originally with the sponsorship, but we just love them so much that we kept getting and buying more because these things are awesome, guys. Um, they also sell headphone stands, which are also equally good. If you want to get your hands on an Aura. Or I can never remember the headphone Vertex. stand name. Vertex, thank you. I, I have that in my head. I was like, ah, I always get it wrong. I'm not going to go for it. <laughs> um, uh, head on over to www.asterianproducts.com 
and get $5 off any order $19.99 or more by using the code FULLDIVE. That's F-U-L-L-D-I-V-E. And yeah, it's it's awesome. You should do it. We've only heard good things. Do it. <laughs> the chat's like, quote, this week's sponsor. Because we're just doing it every week. It's just be this podcast sponsor. This podcast. Well, funny enough, guys, I'm, we're not going to say who because it's not finalized. But they're, uh, Asterion's sticking around. But we might, you might be seeing some some new... <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, there's some VR shenanigans going on. Um, what you might see a new sponsorship in the future, in or a partnership, or whatever the case may be. Now you're all blue. Okay, I'm I'm gonna just ignore it. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, Jay, you've got our first news piece. Our first news piece is about No Man's Sky, as we alluded to earlier. No mm-hmm. Man's Sky is getting some insane. Actually, we, I can't say insane. They haven't really told us anything about what it is. But Hello Games, the developer of No Man's Sky, says that it's getting some great PS5 updates for the PSVR. So already they've done some improvements like making a smaller install size, uh, faster load times. But now we're going to be seeing resolution and performance improvements for the PSVR. Hopefully just basically giving it more like the the PC experience, but on the PSVR, if you're on a PS5. So that's pretty exciting mm-hmm. because it was amazing on PSVR, but it was kind of blurry. <laughs> it, it, it didn't matter. It's such an immersive, beautiful game. But like if it can get up to the PC level on the PS5 as well, it's going to be just incredible because it's it's such a cool game. Mm-hmm. I, I'll admit, I, I saw this news piece and when I first saw it, I was hoping it would be just generally a performance Im- improvement for VR because I kind of struggle with with no man's sky it doesn't run super smoothly and it, it kind of it's one of the few games that still gives me a headache to play and like a bit of motion sickness but um i am nonetheless happy for all the ps5 owners yeah it's it's a good thing for the few ps5 owners that exist right now it is a good thing <laughs> yeah um or the one guy who has know. all the ps5s yeah <laughs> that guy's having a great time <laughs> Oh, I, I I actually know a person that um bought a PS5 for an absurd amount, and I'm oh. so mad at them. Oh. I'm so mad at them. You're I'm making like, them you scalpers. Are the problem. Yeah, like exactly. You're encouraging that. Yeah. 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 This is why I find out where the scalpers have theirs hidden, and I go steal them from them. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> productive. See, I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna say, you know, say you're. I'll meet you to buy one, and then take a rubber hose and just. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just get it and from them, and then take the PS5. Don't don't actually do that. It's a crime. <laughs> we are not condoning. Yeah. <laughs> but if you do, a little... upload a video on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> You're gonna need okay, it for okay. fail. This is getting this is getting dangerously close to planning a crime. I think we should stop. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll move us on to the next one. Um, so uh, uh, this one's from oh, wait, f- f- let me let me pull this link up. So this one's from Upload VR. Um, they were notified by at Gamer to the End on Twitter, who noticed several job postings regarding VR game development positions um for ubisoft which is super cool so he had he saw the or 
not he saw. There are. You can see them right now if you want. Um, there's four positions regarding an Assassin's Creed VR game, which I'm most excited for, I think. I don't know. The other one's pretty cool, too. 17 positions for Splinter Cell VR. I'm I'm so psyched. <laughs> um, uh, some of these positions, actually, for the Splinter Cell VR game indicate that there's a real chance for the game to have a multiplayer component. Um, we've got a job titled Network Programmer that includes responsibilities such as, and I quote, develop and maintain game network core loop. Wait, De- develop and maintain the game network core loop in a team. And then the other description or responsibility, develop and connect existing online cervixes. Example, matchmaking. Did you that, say that's, online cervixes? That's what I heard I, too. And then he followed up with matchmaking. So <laughs> I'm into this game. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's hard. <laughs> I, I have a new puppy and I'm tired. Oh, okay. That, ex- that yeah. Perfect. <laughs> what kind of puppy is it? He's a border collie. And oh, his name oh. is Rex, and he's adorable. Have fun with the herding dog. I have one too. So yeah, yeah, he's awesome. He's so awesome. Um, okay, let's yeah. But anyway, this news piece, I'm I'm so psyched. I am so psyched. Like I I like Ubisoft games, and they've they've got their problems. They've got their ups and downs. But to see a, another AAA company, especially one with the resources that Ubisoft has, tackling the fr- like they, they don't typically release bad games they might release mediocre games but they don't too often release bad games except for maybe assassin's creed unity when it launched uh. um <laughs> um so like I, I, i'm i'm this is cool what do you guys think i i've been super excited about this from the start i don't even play either of these games but just to see any big names i'm gonna play them now because they're in vr so i'm stoked mm-hmm. uh, destiny have you played splinter cell or assassin's creed Darn. <laughs> Destiny. Oh, okay. okay now I, <laughs> I was going to say, if yeah. you're talking right now, I didn't hear you, but I finally heard it at the end. But there was a frowny face and a shake, so I picked yeah, up yeah. that that was a negative. Yeah. <laughs> I, I presumed that she was saying no, and I'm praying that Zencaster picks it up. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you don't know what you're missing out on, I guess, but it you should be excited. You should be most excited. Especially if you liked, um, if you liked, uh, the the kayaking game Phantom Covert Ops Fan- Phantom Covert Ops uh, Splinter Cell might be a lot like that, um, which is pretty sweet. Just less kayaking and more climbing on pipes. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, you should. Um. Abshar, any any thoughts? I'm super stoked for... Uh, I've never really got into the Assassin's Creed games. I, I would for VR. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, definitely, I've, I've loved the, all the Splinter Cells. You know, I, Right. Just The multiplayer on those were great, too. So I'd like to see how that works. And yeah. know, being able to grab someone and whisper sweet nothings in their ear before you <laughs> take them out. Be, neck. <laughs> kind of being, we used to do like 80s movie references. You grab a guy tied for a break and snap, you know? <laughs> Uh, looking forward uh, to that one um world's average gamer in the chat asks how would a splinter cell vr even work that is a good question but i I mean i can see it i mean you've got you know gun mechanics are hardly new um 
you've got some VR melee opportunity. Like you can maybe have a knife and you just stab someone and they're dead, I guess. Um, if you get some good, like, like body physics, you can maybe actually like physically grab them kind of like in the style of like Gorn or blade works or not, blade, uh, but blade sorcery. Thank you. Yeah. Um, you know, there's I could I I don't think it's totally out of the realm of possibility. I, I could see it very easily with current VR like game mechanics to, um, setting up a Splinter Cell game. Splinter Cell was third person, or am I thinking Metal yes. Gear Solid? Okay, well let's yeah, hope. Yeah, it's third. Let's hope they don't try to keep that in VR. VR <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. really should like be first person. That. Some right. third person does it right. Some games, it's pretty cool, but I just played uh, Republic. I don't know if you ever heard right. of it, but it's like Metal yeah. Gear Solid. And the story was pulling me in, but the third person perspective jumping between the security cameras, a little weird. A little yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're in VR. The cool part is now we can be yeah. Sam Fisher looking from first person and doing all the cool stuff. Yeah. Let's make that happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Um. <laughs> well, so <laughs> Destiny, do you know what game Gorn is? So it's it's coming to Quest finally next week. This is like a gladiator simulator. It's cartoony. You can knock guys across the stadium and rip their arms off. Sure. <laughs> we're, we're, we're having <laughs> there were a bit of technical difficulties so we don't hear destiny too well on our end hopefully you guys will hear her okay yes <laughs> it's it's for psvr it's for pc it's been on everything except quest so it's finally coming to quest now i don't know why it's taken this long yeah It's, it's maybe they're waiting for fair, the market I mean, to just curse blow open like it has. Yes, but I mean the the quest has always been selling well. Like the the ocu- yeah, it it's I think even um prior to the quest two, it still dominated over fifty percent market share within the VR space. Um, that like the entire VR space. So there was money to be had in quest two or not quest two. Uh, uh Gorn was hardly a game that like showed and it like it was like insane graphics or anything it's very standard cell shape i mean not too similar to what we have here right you know very very simple cartoony aesthetics and like like how they didn't run on quest is until now is totally puzzling mm-hmm. right yeah, you you think that maybe they just didn't have it on their radar because maybe they just don't didn't have a quest and play it like just the the hype finally brought them in as opposed to technical limitations. Hmm. Well, regardless, quest users I'm sure will be super happy about this. Um, I know a lot of Quest 2 users complain that they don't have a lot of these games. I, I, I mean, just PlayStation VR alone, I know, were like sad that they didn't have access to Blade and Sorcery and they only had Gorn. But Gorn is pretty good if you don't have any other sort of like melee fighting games like that. It's decent. 
it's gonna, it'll it's make just... a killing on quest being able to just oh, yeah. run yeah. around run around freely like i would i would take my quest across the street to the open field and play this out there and like be able to run <laughs> at these guys and not worry about getting hurt and the fact that blade and sorcery and swordsman vr both aren't on quest yet this is going to make a killing yeah. if either mm-hmm. of them had beat it to the punch and made it to quest first gorn wouldn't be as big of a deal but without either of those on there that's going to be huge and right. have these guys are about to make a lot of money They'll have the added benefit of being the first, so everyone will compare it. Whenever Blade and Sorcery does make it to the quest, and go, oh, yeah, it's kind of like Gorn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which actually, I think like happened Gorn. on PC VR as well, because I think Gorn came out before uh, uh, Blade and Sorcery did. Did it? I think it did. I feel like it did. That's that's one of those OG ones. Yeah, now. That was one of the yeah. very first. You know, titles. that's true. Yeah, remember, but Blade and Sorcery, giant crabs. So yeah. I guess it's because Gorn, just due to their art style, doesn't necessarily look dated, whereas Blade and Sorcery is already kind of looking dated. Yeah, I think that's actually, too, I, I like the uh, the cartoony in VR more yeah. than photorealism. And, right. And this, it's, I'd never thought of those would be words that came out of my mouth, but they just <laughs> looks better, you know, to me. Yeah, the, the, yeah. Go ahead, Jay. The problem is with VR, you know, it's 3D. We're seeing all around us. Everything becomes so realistic that even a really realistic game still looks fake. So if a game purposely tries to look fake, like Borderlands looked gorgeous on the PSVR even, like it, it was so convincing because it was like, it, it's not trying to imitate real life. It's like, this is the world. You are in this world. This is how right. it looks. And you just believe it. Where any other game that's trying to look like the real world, it's just not going to nail it ever at this rate because yeah. it's just, you know, it's too much like real life in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you hit that uncanny valley effect and it, it's just it's it's you can just you're constantly going. You're constantly seeing the the the, the where it falls short as opposed to s- appreciating the art style. Right. Um, I, I guess is the closest thing. All right. Um, last news piece? No. Okay. Never mind. Two. Two more news pieces. Um, Jay, you got the next one again. <laughs> this will be a quick one. Big screen. We just talked about. They got more shows now. Guess what they finally added? It's movies that are free to stream if you just watch some ads with them. Finally. <laughs> yeah. We're, Good lord. Guess what's on the list? Destiny, Blair Witch, and Paranormal Activity Four. Yeah. Oh. In big screen, <laughs> we can hang out and watch these. Uh, (laughs) finally a news piece that destiny really cares about (laughs) (laughs) hopefully hopefully they've made the social side easier not those stupid friend codes because yeah let's hope Let's hope they're Let's still hope. they're still also working on having built in YouTube support. So that should be coming too. Mm. big screen. They're, they're fighting their way. If they can make the social side as good as what they're adding in content, I think it's got a future. But we got to We got to see it be easier to get to people and hang out together. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Moving on again. Our last news piece. So this is it's it's a it's a small little thing, but it means a lot. Um, so this is um, from Upload VR, and I'm I'm just gonna say what they said here because it's it's um, easier that way. <laughs> so um, they said, uh, speaking to uh, wait, did I get this right? Oh, stand by. 
the the text isn't making sense sense. Did I write? Oh, I see. I chose the wrong hyperlink here. My bad. Whoopsies. Whoops, indeed. Um, okay, here we go. Um, so speaking to One News in New Zealand, where he's currently writing out the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, Gabe Newell confirmed that Valve is in a, and they slash we, quote, definitely have games in development um, that will be announced in the future. Unfortunately, Gabe Newell didn't comment on if these games would be in VR. Years back, Newell did reveal Valve was working on three VR titles, but around the launch of Alex, the company confirmed that all of these VR projects' efforts had been consolidated into just working on Half-Life Alex. So we don't know the fate of those original three VR titles. We don't know if those original VR titles are the same ones that they're working on right now. But this also gives us hope because more VR content from from Val. I mean, so far they've made to a lot of people the best VR game by like a good you know, they're they're ahead of the curve. Uh so so what do you guys think? Any speculations, excitement? I mean, we talked a few weeks ago they had, there was a news piece about how they were working on a a game that would combine flat and VR players. So mm-hmm. that was that was kind of confirmed and uh I I just this excites me, but I kind of look forward to the day when like Half-Life Alex is looked at as like that old VR game that did it so well. But yeah. that's just like that's just one of the many because it just keeps overshadowing even new games that are coming out. It's yeah. still like nothing is going to top that. I, I want even if it's from Valve, <laughs> I just want something that beats it so that it's like, OK, this is yeah. where we're at instead of that one off being a great game. Mm hmm. Yeah, no, no, no game looks as good. No game plays as cleanly. No game. I mean, they then they released it with the index, and when you play with an index, oh man, you're top. I mean, it's top VR experience right there. The t- truly unsurpassed. And we've seen other VR or AAA um, developers tackle VR. Now we had Medal of Honor uh, Above and Beyond just <laughs> released, and it totally fell flat yeah, for what we were hoping. Not what we thought. No, and and we'll be talking a little bit about that, but um, like, like, come on, this is why I'm a little bit excited excited about um Ubisoft taking a crack at it. I'm hoping that they can do right by VR. Um, but there's you know there's a good chance we we also if you remember got um some word from the employees at Valve who were saying that while they enjoyed making Half Life Alex, they did want to go. They, they wanted to still make regular flat screen games as well. So it's quite possible we're going to go back to that. Maybe Jay's on the money in um, getting that like flat screen and VR. You know, the developers get to work on their favorite things and it's the same game. Um, I don't know. We, we, we don't know. And Valve is very good about being extremely tight lipped about whatever they're working on. We do know that it won't be either Portal 3 or Half-Life 3. <laughs> that they have said is not a thing <laughs> two two games is kind of the sweet spot for them so hopefully we at least get like a half-life <laughs> alex 2 and that'll yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, n- never be a third <laughs> mm-hmm. but that said they have before said oh no it's not that and then it is right that, that is how so happened with valve so who knows is really <laughs> the takeaway i'm you know just what would be uh, terrible is if they uh sorry 
No, go no, go ahead. Go ahead, Absar. Uh, uh, you know, what would be terrible is uh, maybe it's because I when I was growing up playing Half Life, uh, then you know Half Life begat Counter Strike, and then Counter Strike came Day of Defeat. You know, I mean, now granted they were both bots that ended up being bought by Valve. I'm wondering if they will try to get those uh, IP into kind of a you know I, I know Pavlov kind of has that those bases covered, but not like valve would hmm. so i'm wondering if they're going to be trying to do any multiplayer is what i'm getting at like some sort of vr multiplayer would that probably won't happen but it'd be nice <laughs> yeah oh yeah i'd be pavlov would be mm. done for <laughs> as much as i enjoy pavlov being able to have the gunplay from Half-Life Alex or, or not necessarily a uh, bone works kind of thrown into counter-strike world. Mm -hmm. Um, well, this is just the, the word of Gabe Newell, but you know, we like to, we like to read into everything he says. Um, he did say, and I quote, Alex was great to be back doing single player games that created a lot of momentum inside of the company to do more of that. End quote. So if we, Okay, yeah, code we... zero then, the single-player Counter-Strike. That was pretty cool. <laughs> I'll be happy with that. I actually Just... would really like to have a single-player shooter. There isn't one that I can think of other than Half-Life Alex that stands out as, as like, you know, that's what Medal of Honor was supposed to be. And, right. Uh... <laughs> you know, that's... <laughs> That's a really good point you bring up, and that is something – this is a totally different – I won't go too far here, but that is something PC is really missing because, like, I still – when I think of, like, the best first-person shooter single-player experience, it's Farpoint in my mind, like, by far that mm. I've had. And coming to PC, I thought I would find something else, but it's, like, all multiplayer here, and none of it scratches that itch that, like – I, I want to replace Farpoint in my mind. It was a great game, but I want to find something else. And like someone needs to jump in and hit that because it's just missing. Oh yeah. Like that, that's the big hole in my heart with PC VR. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And it, maybe it's because when I was younger, all the single player, all the games were single player. And then multiplayer right. was like an amazing new thing, but you still made a single player game first. You didn't yeah. just do multiplayer. And now I think it boils down to AI is just, harder to do the net code that's i think that's what it is especially with these well it's indie teams making all these shooters and stuff now so right i'm not you know pooping on them giving them their credit it's just they're they don't but valve on the other hand could you know they already proved they could do it so they could do it again and not necessarily have to be a shooter either it could be something abstract i'm not even thinking of i i, I have to say though for all the amazing things half-life alex did right i don't think combat necessarily was one like they had really interesting systems but when it came to like truly a gunfight the ai was hardly like intelligent right they, it was kind of awful actually <laughs> it was one of the big complaints that people had for half-life alex is that the enemy ai was pretty dumb um and you could cheese them without much effort Right, you didn't have to like look up ways to like cheat enemies. You could just do it with like a, a little bit of strategic thinking. Um, and the combat was, you know, they were mostly just bullet sponges, really cool looking bullet sponges that were fun to shoot at. But if 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 it, you know what made Half Life X Alex special was all its interactive systems and the story and the environments, and it, it like created an atmosphere that made it stellar. Um, but it would be nice to see some games that really 
like 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 we need the halo and the doom and those games of of vr where it's not just really pretty but also the game systems are just like on point we need some games like that and we don't have it right now but we do kind of <laughs> what 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 game do we have kind of do, if you have a quest uh well I'm, we'll cover that later because that's one of the games that i had listed oh okay yeah, yeah. i'm excited <laughs> all right um and with that we are going to wrap up the news segment and hop on into the games we've played so first off actually where did we move okay yeah so first off jay you played hitman 3 you're, you're the only one here so far but it like just came out so you'll have you guys will have to wait till next week to hear what i think of it what uh, if destiny's picked it up and if we have a guest that's played it but jay what do you think so far first impressions well, none of you are going to get to play it in VR, unfortunately, because that's a PSVR. Exclusive. That's true, because but you... <laughs> <laughs> but you could at least play some normal and get it. Now, uh, I, I was I, still might. I, I was about to say earlier, like, I'm so sick of with VR. We have these big games coming in. We're so hyped. We're so hyped. We're so hyped. And they come out and they disappoint. And Hitman 3, it didn't totally do that. I'm going to I'm going to give it okay. its due. It is gorgeous you feel like you're agent 47 it's super immersive you're moving around and you're listening to intel everything about that is so good and done so well the one really weird decision they made was they said it was gonna be dual shot controller only so ps4 controller only Oof. which which i thought oh. i thought okay that kind of sucks that's gonna be like resident evil 7 where you moved around with it you controlled and basically the vr was just looking well no they decided to make motion controls with the DualShock controller. <laughs> what? So I don't know why or if they're going to patch this in with the other controllers. Oh but like gosh. you hold the DualShock and if you want to punch someone to like knock him out, you pull your trigger and it makes a fist and then you move your controller forward and punch him with it. <laughs> It's like what that seems it, so it amazingly works better than I would have expected. Like, because at least when you go to like pull your piano wire out, you're holding yeah, that. I could see that. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't feel so weird because you're like pulling it and you reach over their head and grab them with it. But right. it's just a little weird and a little limiting. Like it, it's uh, the worst part is the guns when you're trying to aim it with the dual shock with your eyes. Oh, I'm like, why? Why you have to aim the guns with the dual shock? Yep, you hold your dual shock up and you aim it. Oh, that's awful. Can you hold it sideways so you can at least kind of grip the like a pistol grip? No, because you have your trigger on the side. Oh, yeah, you have to just you could hold it one handed and kind of pretend it's a gun. I really, (laughs) I really think they may have uh. They, I guess they even started using the motion controls in the first place and they moved away from them probably because they didn't have analog sticks. And like us, they probably thought PS5 was going to get a new PSVR and are like, oh, we'll just implement it then. Well, now that it right. hasn't happened, we're all just kind of sitting like, okay, well, what happens now? The game, it's it's so cool to be in the game and to see the missions and to play it. But that is the one thing that I, the whole time I'm just like, what the heck am I doing with this dual shock in my hand? Jeez. <laughs> everybody, it's so funny because everybody instinctively turned their yeah. head that way because it sounded yeah. like well, I, in I the world, was, it, was, it was coming from that direction. I wanted to know who was getting a phone call from the 19th century telephone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's like a 
that freaking ringtone thing. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go next week. We have a guest from Play PS Five, the podcast. We're gonna go in depth with Hitman Three, talk about his impressions too. So I'm not gonna go too far with it because that that really was my first impression. I haven't played it that much. It it's, looks like it's gonna be an awesome experience in game. The controls are a little wonky, so we'll go further into it next week. But that's that's what I've got for you so far. Mm-hmm. Weird choices. I and you, you get used to it just like any game quickly. You're immersed in the world. And it's really cool, but right. it's it's just a weird choice they made. Before we move on, World's Average Gamer in chat asks, how do you throw stuff? Can you throw stuff in the game? Yeah, but you you like hold the other trigger and then you see an arc and you throw it based on that arc. You don't have okay. to you don't okay. have to try to touch things. There. Uh. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's so weird. Like I can see it being relatively smooth to do all these things that you're talking about like it's not like difficult per se but it sounds clunky nonetheless it is it's awkward i really am hoping they're gonna say i'm hoping they're gonna say okay now we're gonna change and make the motion controls but right so far we just don't know they can just release it on pc and then they've got these wonderful controllers yeah that you can throw stuff and interact and have thumbsticks it's great (laughs) nope <laughs> freaking hitman oh jeez. all right um abshar you played so am i understanding this correct you played half-life one but in vr not only was it half-life one doom one and two and three oh which is, you like horror games and it's only for the quest uh it's a there's a guy on side quest uh, or it's not just it's a team now it's the beef team but or team okay. beef or whatever uh, dr beef and he has uh made it where uh, ported all these games so right now currently on my quest i have half-life opposing force and blue shift all installed and you go in through a little launcher and you can go and play the full single player experience on all three same with doom all three of the dooms uh return to castle wolfenstein but they don't have multiplayer yet they keep saying yet so that's fine. I just really liked Return to Castle Wolfenstein multiplayer because of the yeah. flamethrower and being able to do that in VR. Oh, that'd be really great. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like the full, you can actually upload or download all of the uh, updated textures. So it looks more modern. I kept it mm-hmm. 1998 for me. Like I didn't, I didn't bother with all that. No, it's, I was lazy too, but it's, uh, it's a lot of downloading. Uh, but it, it wasn't that hard. You have to set it up yourself, but it's not that difficult. Uh, they even okay. have a launcher now, and it's pretty user-friendly. There's a really good tutorial that line items exactly what you do, and if you follow that, I figured it out, anyone can. And uh, <laughs> But yeah, just being able to, you know, play as Barney on Blue Shift, you know, carrying your little Glock around, like, you know, the, the and uh, mm-hmm. or, or playing as Gordon. And, and little simple things, like I don't know how many people have played the original Half-Life that are here, but but just the very beginning where you're pushing the little car buggy, you know, with the alien artifact in there and into the machine and just, right. you're there. And like you said earlier, being uh, with uh, uh hitman, like you, you, it's really great being immersed in the world. And ah, I've just been killing it. I love it. I've ran this battery almost dead so many times trying to just keep wow. playing. And normally I get about an hour or two into a game. I get kind of bored or I'm kind of done. And this one just because it's old. And honestly, I makes me feel like I'm a little kid again. Because the first time I played Half-Life, it was like, it's never getting better. This is it. This is the end. We've peaked and (laughs) be able to 
to see that and to have a head crab flying at your face, just like in Half-Life, Alex. But it's it's but it's not because now I'm in Black Mesa. Uh, I've got yeah, I've, I've got a couple questions, but the first one you said there's like a team doing this. How legal is this? Like, is there any? You have to risk? own the physical copy of the game. Okay. Okay. So you own your own physical copy of the game, and all of them. I want to say like Doom uh, one and two are very cheap. Doom three is like five dollars. Uh, Half Life is I don't even know what it is. I've owned it since it came out and oh, wow. still have it on my Steam. So the uh, you just copy the files over to your uh, headset, and they have just a little program that you download that converts it all into VR. And so yeah, it's not a it's not it's not the whole game. They've only given you the tools to play it in VR if you already own it. Okay. Well, that makes me feel a little better. Uh, my yeah, other yeah. question, my other question was, uh, now, now, now it's trying to escape my brain. Get back here, question. Um, take the <laughs> take the nostalgia out. Would people want to play this if they've never played it? Is it worth mm. playing in VR? Good yes. question. I yeah. think so. I do. If it's if the graphics are an issue and the nostalgia kicks in for me, so it doesn't bother me. But if there are updated textures and updated. Uh, models and stuff that you could download and and, and, and stick on the headset yeah. as well to make it look more modern. But the story, I mean, come on, Half Life's original story was really good, and right. like there and, and there was it, it was it's a lot longer than Half Life Alex. Mm-hmm. And then once you complete that campaign, you could play Blue Shift, which is the same setting, different story. And then again, you have Opposing Force, where you play the Marines that come in to neutralize the threats, and you could play as the marines it's nice and, and uh i think doom one and two that might not be so big with other people but doom three is really awesome in vr because it's uh i didn't really care for it on flat because it was a horror game and i don't mind horror games but it wasn't a doom game but then when right. you play it in vr it's like oh this is where this belongs like it, it's really good wow that sounds good how's the um how would you say the 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 game plays because like you know these games are made for mouse and keyboard and now they're being basically ported to a system that's very different are you playing these i'm assuming you're playing these with your controllers right oh absolutely yep and, and uh, how... instead of having to like draw a pistol you'd kind of hit a button to change your you know weapons and things like that and mm-hmm. uh, but yeah like uh it, it's similar to half-life alex and in the interactivity you don't have okay. full like grabbing a mag rack and the slide and stuff like that but you do have some Okay. Um, and it, it feels good. Like, you know, it, the melee even is even better because, orig- you know, like I, I didn't think it, I wouldn't say better than Alex. I'm saying that it's, you know, better than right, the original right. game where you just click on a button on the mouse, like seeing a crab <laughs> coming, you're like, ah, and start swinging at it. Like, it, yeah. you know, it feels good. They did and it. It really works. Good. And yeah, like I'm not, if the hand controls don't feel good, I won't play it. Man, like, it, now I really wish this was on more than just side quest. I don't think. What's that? Correct. If you own, if you own, the if game. you own the other games, if you own the games, then yes. Like it, it's just a like a small app that plugs. In. It's called Lambda, I think, is what it's called for uh, Half Life. Mm-hmm. And then there's Return to Castle Wolfenstein, Doom One, Two, and Three. Doom Three just came out recently, and I. There might be. I know they're working on other things. I, I, I want to say that somebody uh, we're, we're hoping in the little community. They have a really good Discord too um, that I'm actually not in and need to be. But somebody <laughs> told me it was a good Discord. I should probably. <laughs> mm-hmm. But they they had mentioned that they're they're working on some other 
you know, good single player nostalgic games. Maybe Deus Ex. Uh, that'd oh, be kind of yes. cool. Like yes, that, man, that'd, that'd be, be really the first cool. One. Yeah. The first one. Yes, then. yes, the good oh, one. Please, please. That that actually gets me excited. If they like really like get if a growing library of games like that to play in VR and they're like ported well. I mean, we've been asking for that. We wish the actual developers would go and make these things, or at least the people who still yes. own those old IPs would do it. It's unfortunate that it has to be like this. Oh man, I need to like. I've actually is seen there a on... way to? Is, is there like a fancy way <laughs> to like get, get side quest? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I'm googling it. Yeah, the, you need, that, that could be a thing. I don't know. Uh, I don't know because do it's like that, Android software. It's like it's like phone yeah. software, so it it may be totally. You might maybe have to go Android through a lot emulator. of steps. You have to go through a lot of steps, maybe, but it might be possible. Well, well do you have obvious. anything else? Wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. I do. I I want to say when I have my CV one, I played a Half Life. Uh, where if you had the game, you could play it in VR. Um, so I th- I think there is a way, at least with Half Life, because I do either that or I just I'm remembering something that didn't happen, but I, which is possible but unlikely. But I I, uh, I I do remember playing it with my Rift and I enjoyed it, but it wasn't as complete as this one. So I don't know if that was a different ver- maybe an older version. Uh, well, I guess it would have been if it would have been. Mm-hmm. and uh but yeah i've i've been really enjoying it's actually been make me want to that's what brought up earlier when i mentioned the counter-strike and everything because i was playing that now i remember the first time i played counter-strike and that's why i like pavlov so much because it reminds me of good old 1.6 counter-strike the og good stuff you know <laughs> that's what it reminds me of all those sources all right i guess and and i didn't play the newest one i have it i think i've maybe 10 minutes in it <laughs> mm-hmm. i get shot in the face like at 30 seconds and i can only scream so much at the screen before i just realize i'm not there <laughs> anymore because i you know no bunny hop i can't do all the things i used to could you know <laughs> i try it now and i'm like god your friends just burned me <laughs> they've been playing games their whole lives <laughs> since they were tiny little children yeah uh that's really cool i'm excited about that this is totally unrelated but i just remembered how cool rec room is because i was like man i wonder what time it is and then i looked at my watch and remember oh, when yeah, watch yeah. actually shows you the real time in your time zone i want to say i did that in onward the other day i was playing it and somebody asked me what time it was and i looked at my watch and said, who that was like, yeah dude that's, you gotta watch <laughs> <laughs> it actually works gotta keep track of time when you're stuck in vr <laughs> <laughs> all right um we've uh uh got time for i think uh uh let's do one more game and then i've got like a little thing i want to mention so the other thing you you told us to put in the script Abshar, is pavlov you've played i mean i'm excited that you've played yes. this because we haven't been able to you've played the new world war ii update for pavlov Yes. How is I'm like I I've just, I've been I, really I've just had no time with this puppy and I really been wanting to play this. What do you I, think? First of all, the game looks it just feels completely different. It's not the remember how when you load it up it'd just be a black background with a two D screen in front yeah. of you. Now you're standing in the middle of Stalingrad. Oh, with that's like a sick. UI. It's like they've they've changed the UI. It's not as 
as simple as it was. It feel it, originally it felt like what a VR game should have felt like when they implemented that, and now this feels like a more modern one. And then uh, loading into the the Stalingrad map, first of all, it's very big, like it's one of the larger Pavlov mm-hmm. maps. Other than some of the uh, custom maps, right? Uh, the weapons are just I really really like i have contractors of chess world war ii weapons and i think those are pretty good uh then you got h3 vr which has world war ii weapons but that's right. different you know yeah. you can't really yeah. but these are they just feel solid like i really nice. enjoy them like they just you know hearing the firing the m1 hearing a ping and then grabbing it and slapping in the new <laughs> uh, uh uh end block and watching the you know slide go forward yeah uh, it's, they got they got the pp uh, the pepe shah the ppsh 41 yeah. Just going ham with that thing, just oh man. Uh, the only thing I, the only thing I wish they had was they have bipods. I wish the bipods worked. Oh, because they have an MG42, and it's mm-hmm. great. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, you could go Rambo with it, but as far as actually using it like an MG, it's not that great. Mm-hmm. But the oh, and there's tanks. Ah oh, yes, important. I've heard good things about this. I was I was skeptical. Right, because I, I like anything. I go and you watch the video, and I watch the video, and don't because VR stuff just doesn't translate to flat when it you're doesn't. looking at it. It, it. You look at it, oh, this looks like Pavlov to me looks stupid till you play it, and then then it's not at all. But then you have, uh, but with the tank, okay, I've big super history nerd, and I used to go to a uh, World War II tank farm every year, and and I was a World War II reenactor, so we would be all in our kit. Uh, we did bunch of different eras but world war ii was kind of the thing and just being able to it's not a one-to-one scale of panzer IV turret right you know, it doesn't look but it looks good enough for what it is uh being able to fire the round look down grab the shell slap it home into the breach close the breach boom hit it again you get that whole like i was yelling what what tankers would yell when you load a new shell into the breach you yell up so i would grab the <laughs> shell like boom up on the way boom you know like you get nice that. it and, and it, it's odd because you're playing it standing still right i'm sure you could sit and it would but just keep in a chair because you you're going to need to hop out when you start taking damage and stuff like right that. uh but yeah the first time i saw two i uh, was in a german panzer four and the first time i saw two t-34s just wait yeah two three two four t-34s cruising down the road and i waited for the lead one to go by and pop the second one right in the you know it just feels good yeah and it's multi-crew so you have a gunner a driver and well they, they te- technically commander who is in the turret you have a driver then you have a, mach- a hull gun for the machine gun uh on the on only front uh, forward facing so you can basically turn the thing into a pillbox and just sit in an alley and dudes walk by but you drive over people. Definitely tried that. It was like the first thing. I was like, driver forward, and you have to hold the controls or your little digits and move the controls back and forth to get them to, you know, turn the tank and uh, traversing the turret. You grab the little uh, control rings like you would in the older. One. You know, it's, it's not it's not uh, uh, motor operated. It's manual right. to an extent. And so you say, you know, turn traverse you and uh, elevate the turret. <laughs> it's just. Oh, so it really, it, it really, they put the attention to de- they did their research, a lot of attention to detail, and and it works well in VR. It sounds like. Yeah, it, it feels like when you're a kid playing War, like that's what it <laughs> felt like. And, and and I know I wasn't alone in that because mm-hmm. you heard. Oh man, I heard so many people just show like they 
I've been playing Pavlov for a while. This is the first time in a long time I've heard other people get into it like I want to, and I don't because I'm the only one doing it. But you're like, right. dude's like screaming for medics, like, get me cover over here. <laughs> Jesus Christ, there's a tank coming down the street. Like, hey, where mm-hmm. took my mug? Uh, but yeah, uh, it's just, <laughs> I, uh, the first time I watched the tank roll and uh-huh. the guys get out and everybody just bat, 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 just right. lit them up. You hear the guy shoot that mother. You know, like, it's, yeah. just, it's good. So, so and a how lot does, of guns. How does not the? Like a, oh, they like not just the one you mentioned. Oh no, yeah, there's a lot. Of, I mean, oh, that's it, exciting. They have they have British weapons. They don't have Brit- and they have skins or uniforms. So you oh, got, nice. Uh, Germans, Americans, and Russians. They don't have Brits yet. Uh-huh. Uh, they do have British weapons, like the Lee Enfield and uh, the Bren gun. Uh, they have the Piat. Like they have anti-tank weapons and like, uh, you know, I used to do British World War II. So handling a Piat and BR, being able to chunk the round down to the spring and thump, like it's, it's fun. It's, it's yeah. I love it. Um, I want to play that more than Onward. And the last time I was on, I was all, there's only Onward. There is only one God. <laughs> and no, not now. How, how is the gameplay compared to Pavlov? Because that was my big issue with Pavlov is I was not a fan of, of the general feel of the gameplay it felt like people took a while to kill it felt like the recoil was way the off time to kill the time to kill still the same yeah like there's still that like that that's always going to be their thing but what i'm wondering is is apparently they're working on uh making more faction based things where weapons will be restricted on each team kind of like they are oh, onward okay so i'm wondering if maybe and i didn't read anything about this it's just my hopes and dreams that they have like a, a hardcore mode that if would they be just sick. had that then onward one might be in a little bit of trouble it would be regard, just because there's so much more content that mm-hmm. they've produced for this and uh, not nothing against onward and it's got its place but just pavlov has done a lot uh, more progression. It feels like onward yeah. still basically feels the same as it did on release. It's yeah. just a little cleaner. It's barely changed. In fact, it's gotten a downgrade technically. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, pa- only PC VR Pavlov, or is, can like people on Quest? There is. I don't. I. I haven't. I wanted to load it on my Quest, and then I did it through side quests, and apparently they were like, "Oh no, that's the wrong one. You have to go on their Discord and get their version." And huh. I've tried both. Yeah, like because when I first got my Quest to get Pavlov, it wasn't a side quest thing. You had to just do it through their Discord. So I did it okay. that way. Later, they made it a side quest thing, and then you could do it that way. You could update it way easier that way. So I have the Quest version. In the Steam PC VR version, but um, I feel like like so I don't know if they've changed it, so that's why I'm not sure. But I think when they were first making that it was only a PC VR Pavlov thing and not for Quest, because like the um, like Quest users that can't play like custom maps, things like that. Oh, then changed. yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if that's uh, I I I would hope so. Maybe they're I know they're still working on their their own version their own port to the quest so hopefully they're able to bring all of that with it not really an excuse for them not to mm-hmm. in my opinion may i'm not obviously i'm not on their team but yeah yeah mm-hmm. but with, you know everything maybe they can get some of the action but i just it should yeah it needs to because i as much as i it's funny i got the quest to just because i wanted to upgrade from the cv1 to play PC VR games 
and I'm finding myself more and more buying things off the Oculus store and playing just the standalone mm-hmm. uh, uh, Quest games. And, like I, I have contractors for PC VR and the Quest. I play it on the Quest more than I yeah. do PC VR. It's just easier. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the VR. Go ahead. <laughs> really? Mm. I mean, I'm on Rift S. I don't even have. I don't even like have a hard reason for why I need to buy on the Oculus Store, right? Like, I don't like. Right. I can buy something on Steam and buy it on Quest, but even then, the Oculus Quest does a or Oculus in general just do it does a lot to really make their interfaces user friendly, very easy to use. The games run pretty darn smooth when you get it through Oculus. Um, and for that reason, I still occasionally like if I just. You know, VR is already kind of a pain in many ways. It's, you know, that they, that you get like, you can get a headache or just generally your face will hurt if you spend hours in VR. It, if like you don't have a space that like is always for VR, it means you have to like, I don't know, clear the area and make it ready. And now you have to like go to Steam and make sure everything's working. But oh no, now your audio devices aren't set up cor- correctly, and you're not getting volume on the game you want to play. You know, it's little stuff like that, and you, you don't typically have that issue with Oculus, um, especially and especially when you're on a quest. So I I get why I get why you would want to do that. I do predominantly play PC VR games though. Right. To be clear about that. <laughs> I, I just happen to. I don't know what it is with contractors specifically. Mm-hmm. I I I don't. Maybe it's uh, maybe because the graphics aren't as good and I can see people better. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, yeah. I, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. I'm gonna move us on. Um, to the last game we'll make this real quick though um so grapple tournament i just this week was like man i i, I want to get this game figured out because i was having audio problems so i got it i got it working i was like all right let's play some multiplayer and i couldn't find a game i was like what uh, there's no one to play uh, so i checked steam charts and you know how many people play it now two people two people <laughs> play it a day at best i was like what is really grapple tournament in grapple tournament have you guys played Grapple Tournament? No, I've never even heard of it. I we got codes for it, but I had played the demo, which was pretty cool. It's like Unreal Tournament in VR. Mm-hmm. But we got codes then to play the multiplayer version, and I never got around to it. Now it sounds like I missed the boat. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn! I was hoping you had because in ge- the the general gameplay is actually really fun. Like the tutorials, I was actually really hoping that this would finally be a successful multiplayer game. That that isn't just a standard like quasi-realistic vr shooter you know i wanted some games that really a multiplayer game that really takes advantage of it being in vr you know it's virtual reality you can do some crazy stuff and not necessarily have it be immersive so if you did have you seen the game abshire no i've never even heard of it okay so grapple tournament you can like yeah you can with i forget if it's both hands or what I, i just played it i don't know why i can't remember um but you can kind of like spider-man or attack on titan or whatever you you can like grapple and then like fling yourself around the map and you've got all these like really cool fun weapons yeah like just regular rifles and then you've got like grenade launchers and all sorts of really cool things 
it's very much more in like the style of like a hero shooter like overwatch would be on pc um or or, or other arena based games a uh, Qu- uh, quake maybe um so it really it, it had a lot of opportunity to be not just like a military shooter but really a right. fun arena shooter and it so far it's the best one i've played in terms of like smoothness the combat it's really cool so i was super bummed to be to see that like no one's playing it i was like another another one bites the dust it's sad launch <laughs> it for free launch it for free devs again just yeah quick relaunch free get a huge player base again because yeah that's that's kind of the problem unless the multiplayer game is really good if it costs anything it's gonna die real yep. fast yeah absolutely I, I mean just you gotta get a good player base you gotta keep people consistently playing and it's hard there's not a lot of people playing vr that, that just even the most popular games struggle um so yeah it, it, it's unfortunate to see and and it's hard to say sometimes is it the problem of the game is it just the problem of there's not enough people playing vr yet i i don't know i think it's uh, still that vr is kind of pricey so like where yeah. a lot of online games survive because the kids who have the time to play it play it a lot of us a lot of the people who own vr are people who have day jobs you know we, right. we can't be on it all the time we have to pick and choose and if you have three multiplayer games you might play one a week there's it's gonna be hard mm-hmm. to have enough people out there to play it we need Sadly, we need we need the kids playing them too. <laughs> yeah, this is true. This is very true. They're easier to shoot though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, and with that, I'm going to finally move us into the discussion section. We don't have too long here, but we've got some time. So first off, we just want to tell you real quick. This discussion section is brought to you by Asterian. Asterian offers, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> um, Asterian offers high quality universal VR headset stands. These things are really cool, guys. We've got an example here in VR. I can like make it turn on, and it's kind of fun. <laughs> it doesn't really show it the right the way in, in real life. It's got this acrylic glass panel, and that like kind of glows. In a really cool way in real life it's super nice looking um anyway if you want a universal vr headset stand or a universal headphone stand they make all sorts of cool stuff head over to www.asterianproducts.com use the code full dive that's f-u-l-l-d-i-v-e no spaces um and you will get five dollars off your order 19.99 or more it's pretty sweet we have heard only good things Cannot recommend it enough. And with that, <laughs> for those who are just listening in on the podcast, you can in the in the world we're in, you can like if when you like slap another person's hand, it like creates a little drum sound. Not not your own, someone else's. <laughs> I want to make sure I'm not about to punch my dog in the face. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, um, <laughs> so um, for our discussion section, we have is using virtual reality a good means of exercise? What are the benefits? Is it real or is it just hype? Now, we've got this primarily because Abshire here, he actually writes for remind me who you write for. <laughs> VR Fitness Insider. That's right. Um, so we've, we've got someone of some experience and expertise. What, so tell us, do you think just first off, 
is VR a good form of like a good way to get exercise? Yes. And it's not just me saying that because I happen to also write for a publication that only <laughs> talks about VR fitness, but I'm the one who actually posed the topic. So, I mean, it kind of, yeah. it's an absolutely, it is. Uh, and that's, be, I could, I can articulate this very well if I can speak English because <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. I've lost about 70 pounds oh, wow. since I've started doing uh, VR fitness. And uh, spe- just specifically, I've done, I, I do other things as well, but I'm, I live in Montana in the wintertime. There ain't mm. no going out hiking now. Like, I mean, I guess you could snowshoe, but that's for psychos. Like it's, <laughs> I'm from North Carolina originally. It's freaking cold out there. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. But the, uh, uh, the, the, especially seeing the big boom, there's been a big boom in VR fitness, especially since COVID has hit. And uh, people are, you know, gyms who had shut down for a while in some states. I don't even know if they're open in all states. Right. You know, and, and, and many of them they've reopened, but it's still limited capacity. Some people just don't want to go deal with that. And uh, to not only does it work physically, it really helps mentally. Uh, exercise in general helps mentally, but being in virtual reality has a, has a positive uh, impact on uh, our brain function as well as uh, – uh, our, our mood, right. like, you know, if you're having a bad day, you go play beat saver for 20 minutes. Your day is instantly better. Uh, and, and the, that's not just because you were working out physically, your brain's been stimulated you know, right. as well. Um, but why I believe, and so many other enthusiasts and now more science is actually coming out to say is that that is absolutely useful. And for me, I hate working. I don't know who some people love it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I without a poo in my hands and clap, like I just don't <laughs> really like to exercise. Yeah. Uh, I have to have a reason to do it right in the summer. I go hiking so I could go fishing at places where people aren't, mm-hmm. you know, in the fall, you know, I, I do activities that involve me hiking deep into the woods and, you know, but when the snow falls and or I'm tired or I've pulled a muscle in, in my, my leg and I can't do what I want to do. There's VR fitness. And what's great about it is it's scalable, mm-hmm. you know, um, and what I mean by that is you could start off with Beat Saber. And it doesn't seem like it's much, but you could do extra things to add to it by moving your body a little bit more. Right. Start dancing more. Then there's a, a recent release that is uh, it's free on the side quest. It's only for uh, I believe it's on Steam now as well. And it's free, but you have to use the the Rift S or a, or a Quest because it needs the uh, hand track. Does, does Rift have hand tracking like the Quest? Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, oh wait. Oh no. Yeah. No. 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 It does I, not. You 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 could play it, but you'd have to like duct tape a controller to your hand because, <laughs> unlike let's say Beat Saber and uh, a more recent release Ragnarok, which is by far it's my new favorite rhythm game yeah it's the it's the, it's the one that conquered them all because it's all viking metal but uh <laughs> that sounds sick and, oh yeah you're on a ship you're on a viking long ship and you're playing drums and it's kind of right. like uh like guitar hero uh you know where the drums are coming at you but back on to, uh vr workout is the name of the game and it is absolutely a workout in vr you are it, it, you start off you know, it starts off like a normal rhythm game. You're hitting the little things. It's not a huge, big deal. The next thing you know, the instructor's telling you to get in the push-up position. 
So you drop down and now you're doing push-ups. Now it's telling you to roll over, start doing some crunches, stand up, run in place, jump up and down, do some burpees. After about 20 minutes, I had realized that not only had I exceeded what I had set for the day for my caloric burn, I was completely exhausted. (laughs) It's one of those things where because I was in VR, not once did I consider that I didn't have to do this. I was being told by by my instructor to do something, and it was like, oh, I guess I need to do that to get a better score. So you do what the thing tells you to do. So that's the that's one of the beauties of, of VR fitness in general is it takes you out of the workout. Mm-hmm. You're not you're you're not aware that you're working out as much as you are trying to get a higher score, trying to play, you know, the game that you're playing, and. uh have you guys tried any VR fitness specific games? Um, uh, like a I guess, FitXR box VR? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. find the best ones are the ones that aren't actually an exercise game, like Beat Saber, Pistol right. Whip. You know, the ones, because like box VR, it felt like I was trying to do a, an annoying workout to, to me, where with Beat okay, Saber, yeah. you don't notice. You're just swinging. You're just enjoying Yeah, yourself. you're having fun. But someone needs to make a headset built for it that like doesn't soak up the sweat and like has little fans <laughs> VR VR cover makes a really great uh, uh set of different you know uh fitness covers don't get uh the silicone ones are pretty good the cloth ones that you can wash is what I always recommend because nah. it'll it attaches to the uh foam part on the inside of your uh your your mask cuz for mask uh headset because I I tend to want to play other games after I'm done working out oh, and there's so nothing better than putting on a cold clammy headset <laughs> on a hot day like I just love the feeling of a dead fish across my face for hours <laughs> so the VR cover you know being able to take that off throw it in the washing machine um you know and not you know necessarily sacrifice the integrity of the foam mm-hmm. that's the uh, first that's the first good argument and a great point as to why to get those because everybody gets the silicone the pleather whatever that's not going to soak up the sweat get one that just soaks it up and then just throw it in the washing machine that's actually a really good idea yeah i, I'm not I honestly very think tempted. the silicone I think the silico ones could lead to potential damage because they put the sweat will pull in it. So when you go yep. to take it off, Water's it might everywhere. run back right into the headset, which yeah. is what you've been trying to avoid in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I do that. And sometimes I'll put on a buff. I don't know if you guys ever heard of buffs, kind of like a bandana thing. I'll put it on top of my head. It's, it looks like a brown trout, but everybody tells me it looks like I got a peat on my head. <laughs> uh, but it, it, it helps mitigate that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do agree that it would be nice for uh, some sort of headset to come out that was specifically designed for that. But I think that we're going to get glasses before we get something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But yes. Um, but I, uh, now there's another, by the guy that I write for named Shane uh, Holt, I think it's Holst. I, I might've pronounced, maybe butchering his last name, but he runs <laughs> uh, VR fitness insider, but also this is what, this is where the future of, of, uh, uh, VR fitness is really coming into its in its own is it's called black box and it's resistance training. You have to go to the physical gym for this. There's not an at home version for this. And right. I believe there's one of Boise. I think he's opening up one in Arizona They're talking about, uh, I think some uh, pro game teams are now utilizing it in, in Georgia. Um, and it's one of those uh, 
it's got the servos in there that control the resistance. Oh yeah. And so you're playing a game where you're fighting and things like that. And he, he needs to come on and explain this better because he does it, but he, <laughs> you, you know, instead of just doing, you know, it's, it's basically kind of similar to beat saber, but you have resistance training. And if you're trying to lose weight, resistance training is the easiest way to do that. Right. Like it's way better for you than cardio as far as a long-term effects. But uh, I, I got to give another plug out to Ragnarok. That, that game, those guys, it's just, it's such a simple sounding game, mm-hmm. but it, it, it gets very intense at the higher levels. It's kind of, it, I feel like I get more of a burn playing that than I do Beat Saber. Because really? Beat Saber is great, but it metal music does not translate into Beat Saber. It just <laughs> does not. I've yeah, it not, has some trouble. There's just not many. It, that's meant for more music that's not really my favorite, but I can enjoy it, you mm-hmm. know, in the confines of Beat Saber. So it, if you're into folk metal or Viking metal, anything like that, Ragnarok, it, you will absolutely be sucked into it mm-hmm. uh, because it's multiplayer. Oh. And, or it can be. It's single player, but it, what it is is you're in a long Viking longship. You're playing the drums and your crew in front of you are rowing away. So the better you do, the faster they row. You build up combos. You can hit a shield on the side and it'll kind of give them the power of Odin and then they'll, <laughs> they'll start rowing faster. Uh-huh. So you can race. I think it's up to seven other people. Oh. So you have all these long. So it's not just beating against a high score on a scoreboard. You can physically see the guy next to you. That's just cool. Away on the drums, like going crazy. And yeah. Uh, oh, man. It, it, that for me. I'll end up doing that, racing someone, and get, just go ham, just go bananas on the drums because you're trying to physically beat them to beat the, you right. know, the people that you can see, as opposed to abstract numbers that you can't uh-huh. really track. Uh, Destiny, did you have a question? Oh, it's PC VR only right now on the it's on steam Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i just i just checked so um vr workout is that on quest because i can't find that on pc or the uh i thought they had a i thought they had a version of it on steam maybe i was wrong yeah say that uh but there is a uh maybe he's working on one i don't know but it's absolutely on it's a it's a side quest oh gotcha it's is it called vr workout yes all one word then all one word. Oh, let me try that. But uh, VR space workout. Uh, VR work. Never mind. There it is. Free to play. Oh, nice. And and did you say you also? So you also liked VR workout, right? I did. I I will say that setting it up is is not. It's it's one single developer working on this, mm-hmm. and it, it, it's a little clunky to get set up. But once you get it going and set up and begin the workout like i noticed for me it seemed like when i had my hands out it seemed like what i needed to track was on my wrist and not on my palm so it just took getting used to that kind of thing and uh you need to be very aware of your surroundings uh which is hard to do in vr you need to make sure you have a big play space is what i'm saying because you know you drop down doing push-ups and then you're up running in place Mm -hmm. now i will tell you this you're going to be aware that you're working out yeah like it's it's like we were mentioning earlier with box vr um you're very aware that you're working out when you do it at least it's enough to for me anyway to take me out of it um Mm -hmm. it's easier to throw on a headset and play that than it is to go to the gym 
mm-hmm. if you're trying to get in shape, you do have to accept some sort of responsibility for yourself and go, okay, sometimes working out kind of sucks. Uh, mm-hmm. This helps make it a little bit easier. I feel at least yeah. it did for me and I'm lazy. So if it, you know, it, speaking mostly from my own personal experience, when it comes to this, um, I, I, I could see what he is doing, or I think it's the guy that's running or the, the person involved with making VR work out, I could see it going further and only getting better with time and potentially could adopt into something with, with, where fitness instructors could really lend a mm-hmm. lot to it. Okay. Um, last question is Ragnarok. Can you play it seated? I am. Steam says you can, but I'm, I'm going to ask you instead. <laughs> Let me put my arms up on my chair and see if I can. No, I would <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to play that game seated. It's yeah. friggin' Viking metal. You want to be up on your feet. You got two giant Thor hammers in your hand. You're beating the hell out of some drum. <laughs> you don't right. want to sit down for that. But if standing isn't an option for you, yeah, you could probably play seated. Okay. But it, like, it's not. I'm talking I mean, like. You could. If you were like on a get, stool, okay. maybe, and since like no, no arm rests. You could, absolutely. And I'll tell it to you like this. One of my favorite VR fitness stories, there's a guy that weighed so much that he could not physically stand up to exercise, but he mm-hmm. sat at the end of his bed and started playing Beat Saber. And now I think he's lost a significant amount. He's up on his feet. He's working out proper now. Nice. I think he's actually, you know, so it's one of those, if you can do it for Beat Saber, then you can absolutely do it for Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm and, I'm ex- I'm excited cuz just just hearing you I'm going to go look up Ragnarok after this. It, it definitely uh, sounds like it looks something sick. I want to check out. Actually, and I mentioned I write for VR Fitness Insider, one of my recent reviews is of Ragnarok and you can check it out at www.vrfitnessinsider.com. <laughs> Done. And we'll we'll put um we'll put a link for that in the description of show notes. Oh, nice. Um but on that note, we're going to wrap up the podcast. Abshart, thank you so much for joining us tonight. It was lovely. Love it. Um, you you, you might have already said this, I guess, but how can people find you? <laughs> uh, first, the easiest way to get up with me was either, uh, I guess, you could, I'm in the Discord. On you are. You guys' Discord. Abshart uh, and the Full Dive Gaming Podcast Discord. Yeah, my, my avatar is a trout holding a Thompson, so that should be <laughs> Is that what pretty, that is? <laughs> yeah, it should be. Makes more sense now, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> uh, I like fly fishing and Thompson, so all right, fair enough. Put them together. Uh, you can. Uh, I have a YouTube channel, but it's kind of sucks. Uh, but vrfitnessinsider.com uh, <laughs> uh, is probably the. You could uh, go there. I have a profile where you can see all the articles that I've written. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of really talented writers that that write for them, and it's it's. It's. I think it's. Do, we're doing a really good job of promoting VR fitness and, and telling yeah. the truth about it. Yeah. You know, it's. Uh, it. So definitely, that that would be how I would do it, is is not not just plug in the website. It's not my website. I, right. I just write for them. So you know, but it's. Yeah. That's how. That's that's how you get up with me. <laughs> and what, like I said, those will be in the show notes and the YouTube description. So if you're wondering how to get there that's that it'll it'll be there it should be fairly accessible on that note though if you want to message him or reach out to him you guys should join our discord um we do awesome stuff there we make all our announcements there that's where our q a questions are posted so if you want to ask us questions put them in the q a section um similarly we've we've highlighted the people who are 
various from like from me, whether they're media channels or game developers we got a lot of people in our discord server feel free to i mean assuming that they're accepting dms you can try and reach out to them say hi in our channels i'm sure abshire would love to give you guys some tips on yeah if you guys any questions about my main articles that i write about are all tips on how to get more out of like say a beat saver workout mm-hmm. i even have an article about how you can use onward to lose weight oh i might read that <laughs> all right um and uh yeah uh last but not least if you are listening to this podcast on spotify or wherever that you may be um apparently the majority is now becoming ghana which is like an india's indian podcast platform so hello everyone there <laughs> um uh feel free to check out our youtube channel guys we we got some cool stuff we're on a bit of a we're we're between editors right now, so there's there's a bit of a hiatus on video uploads, but we will be back in action. Um, and uh, likewise, if you're watching this on YouTube, you're on the live stream, you're on the Discord, and you're like, well, how can I just listen to more on the car rides that I do despite quarantine? Um, <laughs> consider checking them out. Check us out on various podcast platforms. And with that, we're gonna wrap up the podcast. Thank you so much for listening, guys. See you on episode 37 and have a good one. 37, bye bye.